Today is September 21st, and this is episode 8 of the MMA Mike Podcast. So, last weekend, UFC Fight Night, Covington versus Woodley. That was Kobe Covington's walkout entrance music. What a performance by Kobe Covington. Completely dominating Tyron Woodley in all five rounds. Getting the finish, Tyron had broken ribs. Apparently, he heard them pop earlier in the fight and then when he went to go take uh go for the guillotine on Covington and then place his elbow up I guess to prop himself up he uh heard a pop and verbally tapped basically and uh that was the finish for Kobe Covington in round five you know people could argue oh Covington actually didn't finish him you know Tyron had rib injury but Kobe could have caused it earlier so and he was going to win the decision anyway great performance by Covington, complete domination, you know, another barrage of strikes, 232 total strikes going to the head, the body, and the legs, attacking Tyron Woodley in every category, controlling the clinch, getting takedowns, he got three, and, uh, you know, having 12 minutes of control time, complete domination, great performance, and, you know, we were wondering, you know, is Tyron Woodley going to get up for this fight? You know, he's facing Kobe Covington. This is like his biggest enemy. And, you know, I did think Woodley, uh, Woodley looked a little bit better, but just still not there. I mean, obviously, it was a good performance by Covington. He fought Woodley very smart. The game plan was excellent. And, you know, this guy keeps improving every time we see him. You know, from the time he fought every fighter, Robbie Lawler, Usman, now Woodley, you know, he's just been improving and it's awesome to see. And uh, for for him next, you know, I don't think he should take any other fight except Jorge Masvidal or the title winner of Usman versus Burns. You know, I, I think he deserves that title shot. He's obviously showing that he's still dominant and he's improving. And uh, I'd love to see a rematch or even him versus Burns, you know, a fresh matchup. And, you know, Jorge Masvidal is obviously in that top mix as well. So a fight there would be good. The storyline would be great. Awesome performance, Kobe Covington. And, uh, you know, getting that that call from the president obviously is uh, definitely a big confidence booster after as well. For Woodley, you know, this is his third straight loss. And, you know, he hasn't really won a round. I, although I thought he looked better. I don't know, man. It's just what's next for him. And I know on Instagram Live, he just came out and said, you know, he's not going to retire. He's not going to change up his camps. He's not going to change anything. He just needs to figure out what's going on. And uh, and he's, you know, going to try and bounce back. And he definitely shouldn't take a fight against one of these top contenders. He obviously isn't what he was or, or something's going on. He just needs, I think, to take a step backwards for a minute. Fight a fighter that that stylistically matches up well for him. You know, the past three fights haven't matched up well for him. So take a fight that matches up well for you and and go with a lower rank. You know, don't fight one of these top dogs because he's obviously not quite on the top of the mountain anymore, you know. So fight one of these guys, but he's got to do a little bit of searching. You know, why why is he still fighting? And because, again, a lot of these dogs coming up, they're more they're probably more hungry and that's not going to be an easy fight either so he really has to do some searching why he still wants to fight and uh you know people are talking about him retiring and i could see it he had a great career um 
you know, if he were to retire right now, I, I wouldn't blame him. You know, even Dana White said it might be time. And when Dana says that, you know, the president of the UFC, I'm sure he's got good reason to say so. So, you know, Tyron Woodley's got to just go back and, and do some soul searching and figure some stuff out. You know, but then again, he didn't look bad. Like, yes, he got dominated, but he stuffed a lot of Covington's takedowns. Even his striking looked a little bit better. I liked how he was moving. He just couldn't get anything going, you know. None of what he had was working. And obviously, you can't discredit Covington. Great performance. So that was the main event. And in the co-main event, you had Donald Cerrone facing Nico Price, which ended in a draw. Now, I would say Nico Price would have won that fight if it weren't for the eye pokes in the first round, you know, taking a point. So at the end of the first round, it was probably 9-9. So it was even. I'd say Nico won the second round and Cerrone won the third, leaving it to be a draw, uh, which it was. And, you know, Nico came out strong, which I predicted he would, and Cowboy came out a little bit slow, you know, and didn't get things going until the end of the fight. And if he came out straight like that, I think he could have taken care of Nico Price, but he didn't. And, you know, this is basically uh, Donald Cerrone's fifth loss in a row. I know he's counting this draw as basically a loss. So this is the fifth loss in a row. And people previously in his past couple losses have been thinking, you know, maybe it's time for him to hang it up. And and Dana White says, you know, it's time for him to have a talk with Donald Cerrone. So Donald did say in his post-fight uh you know, interviews and media coverages that he doesn't want to retire. Uh, he wants to take some time off, you know, not come back until probably January, February. So take the rest of the year off, spend time with his family, go snowmobiling and stuff. So, you know, I definitely think he's got to do that. But I don't know, man. This fight against Nico Price was kind of lined up for him to get a win. I mean, good ranking of opponent, you know, a guy that he could get a win. He looked better at the end of the fight, but just, you know, didn't get it done, didn't start up until late, you know, and for Nico Price, I know Nico, you know, was uh, really honored to be in there with Donald Cerrone and uh, wasn't as upset about getting the draw, but, you know, maybe he also felt like he won, but if it weren't for the eye pokes, he would have won, you know, so I understand that. Um, I know Nico kind of said that he wanted to run it straight back, Donald kind of agreed, I don't know if that's what's best for them, I don't think they should really. It, I don't know. It To me, doesn't really make much sense, especially if Donald wants to take some time off. I could see Nico Price getting back in there relatively soon and uh, see see where it goes. I mean, I don't know really. I, Donald probably should hang it up, but I could see him wanting one more win, but he's got to take, you know, a, again, a, a fight against a lower-ranked opponent and see how that talk goes with Dana White. And I don't know, man. I thought Nico looked pretty good. He... he he can't put too, too much out uh, output in the first round like he did in future fights. I think he was trying to put away Donald Cerrone in the first round. But if he took back a little more, I think he would have had a little more energy and he could have had a more dominant uh, performance. But honestly, all in all, it was an entertaining fight. And it was interesting to see, you know, how it played out. So before that, yeah, in the middleweight division, uh, Hamzat Chamaev. I mean, wow, knocking out Gerald Mearshart in 17 seconds. Now, I mean, everyone thought, you know, Chemayev uh, was, you know, a hype train, you know, maybe he'll get stopped or maybe he's not, you know, real deal. He's just got wrestling. But wow, I mean, come on. The guy threw one punch 
and he knocked him out in 17 seconds. I mean, you could tell Mearshart was nervous. Basically, Chemayev hunted him down, backed him up, and threw one right hand and knocked him out. I mean, this guy's real deal. And he wants to fight every weekend. I mean, you know, I know Dana said, you know, we'll keep having him fight. It's And almost, when you think about it, it's probably hard finding him to fight. Who's going to want to fight him on short notice? No one's going to want to fight him on short notice. So who's next? I mean, I know they've talked about Damian Maya. Um, I'd like to see that. I don't know if, if I'd want to be Damian Maya. If I, I don't know if I'd want to fight him right now. Um, but, you know, who's going to fight him? I don't really know, especially on short notice. I think they got to get a bunch of guys training and just line them up and let this guy fight. You know, he's 9-0. and He's finished every single fight uh, that he's had. He's special. I mean, Dana White says he's special. Everyone's, you know, there's a lot, a lot of hype. Everyone's talking about him. You know, I'm I'm excited to see him continue to fight and continue getting fights. You know, I mean, the only way to see how he's made of or what he's made of is to continue having him fight guys, you know, and improving guys. So having him fight better and better guys each time. And, you know, you could see him climbing the ranks and eventually getting a title fight. And if he continues to do what he's been doing, he's going to get it for sure. One fighter that I would actually really like him to fight against, if he doesn't fight Maya, because if he fights Maya and beats Maya, you know, he's not going to take a, a, a lower ranked fight after that. Uh, but if he doesn't fight Maya right away, I'd like to see him fight Mike Perry. And I know Mike Perry <laughs> recently tweeted, you know, oh, I was 9-0 once with all knockouts, basically, you know, so... A lot of people might think even still, you know, oh, he's just beating, you know, no one's. But I don't know, man, this <laughs> this is impressive. And I'd like to see him fight some higher ranked guys, some tougher guys as he keeps moving forward. So Hamza Chemaev, TK knocking out Gerald Mearshart round one with 17 seconds. I mean, such so, so impressive. Uh, I can't wait to see him fight again. Before that, in the light heavyweight division, you had Johnny Walker finishing Ryan Spann. Now, it was very interesting. They both kind of clipped each other. Uh, and, you know, it, it, what you saw was Spann clipping Walker and then, you know, kind of recovering. And then they both kind of clipped each other. And, and Spann had Walker hurt. But Spann decided to go for, for the takedown because he was hurt and wasn't quite, quite protecting himself. And uh, Walker took advantage. You know, maybe he got his wits back together a little bit faster and and got the finish over span i think this was a good good uh comeback win for johnny walker he needed this big time span will recover span was on a good winning streak he'll get back to where he was but walker needed this after the little bit of a losing streak he was on and uh you know i think he really credited this to his new approach he's fixed things he's got a new camp he's working with people new coaches this and that I really liked what I saw. I really liked, you know, his whole his whole uh, way about him. I think this time around, he really put things together well, and I'm excited to see what's next for him. And, um, you know, this guy, he's got power, and if he starts using his IQ like he kind of did this fight, he could be very dangerous, and he could very be in that talks of where he used to be, where he's an up-and-coming star. So I'm excited to see that. And the fight before, wow, Mackenzie Dern. I mean, is she not an art to watch on the ground? I mean, come on. 
First round submission over Randa Marcos. So impressive. I mean, this girl is on a big winning streak and is getting a lot of submissions. It's really an art to see. Um, I know she said she threw that one kick and fell down and she felt a little embarrassed. So that kind of kind of made her feel like, let's get it to the ground. And Marcos decided to go on top of her after she fell. I mean, I don't think that was a great idea. I would have said, get back up and let's strike. But Randa Marcos made that decision. And wow, Mackenzie Dern. I mean, going through three different prog progressions of different uh, submissions, finally getting the arm bar in impressive fashion. What a fight. I mean, this girl's continuing to win. Keep her, let her keep climbing, let her keep moving up, and I can't wait to see her get back at it. And the first fight of the card between Kevin Holland and Darren Stewart ended in a split decision in favor of Holland. Um, you know, I thought Holland looked good in the first round. I, he did win the second round, in my opinion, and Stewart obviously won the third in a little bit of domination fashion, but Holland seemed to gas out a little bit, and... Um, you know, maybe that's the thing that he's got to fix for next time, but he did outstrike Darren Stewart in in an overall uh, statistical way. And, uh, you know, I think Holland did mention, oh, let's run it back. I want to get the finish. I want to do a better performance. He said that to Dana White. I don't really think he needs to. He did get the win. Stewart ain't no slouch at all. Stewart's a very good fighter. Um, and uh, I think that, you know, just let them both move on. I don't think they need to run it back. Uh, and for Holland, who's next? I mean, I know he called out the rat, as he said, Hazmat Chemaev. I mean, that'd be an interesting fight. I'd really like to see that. But, um, you know, I say let Holland continue to go. You know, that middleweight division's pretty stacked. So there's a lot of guys for him to fight that are ranked. And uh, it should be interesting to see, you know, who they match him up against. But, um, yeah, man, good fight overall. Great card overall. Very entertaining. And I, I really was super impressed with Kobe Covington's uh, performance in that main event. I mean, you can't get much better than that. I, and that division's one of the stack, you know, most stacked divisions. I mean, when really you look at all the divisions and they're very stacked, but let's take a look at the 170 welterweight division, uh, you know. You're going to have Usman facing Gilbert Burns. Um, that's probably going to happen before the end of the year. And Kobe Covington's ranked number two, and, and he just dominated Tyron Woodley, who was number five. And, you know, you have uh, Jorge Masvidal at four. You know, it depends on what the UFC is going to do with him. I mean, if they do make that Nate Diaz fight, then they do. Uh, you know, I get why they would. But otherwise, make that Kobe Covington-Jorge Masvidal fight for sure. I mean, people would love to see that. There would be bad blood, hype. I mean, good storyline behind it. It would be very entertaining. I like that right there. And you have that weird spot at number three with Leon Edwards. To me, I think the mat the, the matchup you make for him really is Stephen Thompson. Um, just because, you know, Stephen Thompson has been a little bit inactive, you know, and there's no one else for really those two to fight. I mean, I don't think Stephen Thompson fights anyone underneath him. And Leon Edwards is in a weird spot, and he's got to stop talking. I mean, Jesus, he's calling out all the wrong people, saying all the wrong things. And I Just get a fight with Stephen Thompson, and that's that. Or actually do something ballsy and, and call out Hazmat Chmaev and uh, see how that goes for you. Because he's doing a lot of calling out, but he's not calling out tough guys and uh, fighters that, you know, make sense. He's calling out guys that he thinks that he could win or just propel them, and he wants to 
basically create his name bigger, but he's not doing what everyone else has done. Like Usman, like, like Burns did, like everyone else fought and worked their way up and proved themselves. You know, Leon Edwards hasn't fought in a long time and he's not that active to begin with. So, you know, he's got to just fight and, and earn his way in. But really, you know, you have a lot of uh, fight, great fighters in the 170 pound division. There's a lot of matchups uh, that could be made. And, um, you know, when you look for Woodley, really, I don't know. I th- There's a bunch of killers in here, but there is some guys that you can match up. It, that's tough, and I don't really know what he would want to do, but we'll see. Um, I mean, what a division, man. It, it really, really is. It should be interesting to see what happens. I mean, especially when you get that Camaro versus Burns fight. You know, that's a very tough one. I haven't even begun to think about it yet. Uh, as far as who could win and whatnot but uh you know it's coming and it's going to come before the end of the year and um what a what a event by uh you know ufc fight night covington versus woodley that was episode eight thank you guys for tuning in i'll catch you guys later this week thank you bye